it's the Legacy Queen. I'm here to show you how to build a legacy through financial planning, real estate, and investing. So let's talk about ways to avoid capital gains tax. So this is probably my favorite way to avoid capital gains tax in real estate, and that is to do what we call a living flip. So essentially, the IRS has these great rules that if you live in a property for at least two of the previous five years, then when you go to sell the property, you do not have to pay capital gains tax up to, I think it's $250,000 for single people and $500,000 for married people. So say you buy a property in an area and you're just like, I'm just going to live here a couple of years and slowly fix it up. Make sure you legally live there and you're filing taxes there um, so that that is your primary residence. Um, essentially, after you move out after two years, at least two years, then you can avoid up to $250,000 worth of capital gains taxes. Or say maybe you move out um, and then you rent the property out for another two years, but you lived in there two years, rented out for two years, and now you still lived in there at least two of the previous five years, you can still choose to go ahead and sell it and avoid capital gains tax up to $250,000. I think that's $500,000 for married couples. All right. So this is a strategy that a lot of people are using. They're like, okay, I'm going to get this house. This is going to be my starter house. And then after I get this house, after two, three, four, five years, whatever, however many years you want, um, it can really be 10 years. It's up to you. You're saying, oh yeah, I'm going to sell this property and I'm going to use that additional equity that has been created in this time um, in order to put this towards whatever, really, because it's capital, it's free of capital gains tax. So typically what I would say is like, oh, reinvest it. But if it's free of capital gains tax, you can technically use it for whatever you want to use it. Um, that seems like a really good strategy for a student who's maybe just getting out of um, college maybe and they're getting their first job and so they can afford a nice modest house. They live there for a couple of years, you know, pay their bills on time and then maybe the house appreciates in value by $50,000. They can go ahead and sell it and either use that 50000 to pay off some of their student loans or just use it as a down payment on their next property or maybe a bigger property, you know? So those are things to consider. That is my favorite strategy is like this kind of living, this is not even a living flip it's really just a live in a live live then sell kind of strategy because a property could be brand new um other people do choose to do the kind of uh, live and flip situation so live and flip is really um if you're trying to avoid um short-term capital gains tax because i think um long-term means like over a year so if you have a property you live in it Say you renovate it um, and you don't sell it immediately, right? So if you're flipping it, you sell it immediately, you pay short-term capital gains tax. But if you wait at least a year, I think like a year and a day, 
um, then essentially what will happen is that you'll still pay um, capital gains taxes, but it'll be long-term capital gains taxes. And if I remember correctly, long-term capital gains taxes are taxed at your ordinary income rate, where short-term capital gains taxes are like higher. I think they're like 25%. I don't know. Don't quote me. Definitely go get a CPA or a tax attorney because they can tell you all these ins and outs. Um, so that's the whole like live and flip idea where you're still paying capital gains taxes. It's just that instead of paying a uh, short-term capital gains tax, you're paying long-term capital gains taxes. Um, I'm also talking about this idea where you live in a house for at least two of the previous five years, and then you pay no capital gains taxes up to $250,000. Um, so if your house just appreciates in value to $300,000, you gonna pay capital gains taxes on some of that money. But the first $250,000, baby, that is for you that is your money all right now if you are a real estate investor like myself and maybe you have rental property that you do not live in you do have an option to defer capital gains taxes and this is through what we call the 1031 exchange so say i have a property and i'm just like oh my gosh i'm just so tired of this property it's not a good property anymore my tenants haven't paid in forever or like there's always something wrong or i just don't want to manage it or maybe i just find another deal and I'm like let me get rid of this property in order to get another one what I can do is sell my rental property and essentially instead of collecting the proceeds from the sale I will be in contact with the 1031 exchange company so that they will get the contents of the sale and then basically they would tell me hey you got about 45 days to find another property and we'll use this money in order to go towards the purchase of this new property now the property has to be similar so if it's an investment property that you're selling you need to buy another investment property it has to be somewhat similar and they'll let you know exactly what it, what they mean when they say similar or like in kind is terminology that they typically use but they'll definitely let you know what they mean and then they'll give you the timeline for having to identify that property and then they'll give you another timeline for when you need to close on that property and then they'll use the money from that prior sale towards this next property and you're not paying capital gains tax on these proceeds because you're rolling it into this next property now guess what when you go to sell this next property you can do another 1031 exchange and you maybe get another property or if you do choose to sell and take the proceeds that's when you'll be taxed on the capital gains Okay, so um, this strategy works because so maybe you're buying a nice little modest house. You're just like, oh, my gosh, it's my first rental. I'm just going to give me something like slight, something chill. And then you get it and then it appreciates in value. And now you have this additional $50,000. You're like, oh, wow, $50,000. I could put a big down payment on maybe a fourplex or a fiveplex or on something bigger. Or maybe I can take this $50,000 and divide it into $10,000 and to buy five more houses with $10,000 down payments. I don't know how you're going to choose to use the money, but you can choose to use that money wisely so that you can invest in something else. I think what I want to do is take this property that's in a not so good neighborhood and basically just buy another property that's in a neighborhood where I want to manage because I do like to self-manage because I've had bad experiences with property managers. So I think that's what I'm going to do with this property that I have in mind. But keep in mind that there are ways to avoid capital gains tax so what you can do if you want to but i'm not going to is that you can go and move into that rental property 
lived there for two years and claim them on your taxes for at least two years. That way, when you go to sell it, you will have lived there for at least two of the previous five years, which means that you do not pay capital gains taxes up to $250,000 if you're single, $500,000 if you're married. Definitely check with your CPA or tax attorney because things may change. Something may change tomorrow, but these are the strategies that I'm considering using currently in my real estate investing. Go to LegacyQueen.org for more info.